You're listening to another episode of Small Business Saturdays with Aaron Montgomery on the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery and... I plan on chatting with you guys today about building a customer loyalty program and just kind of getting into the details. This will be a little more nuts and bolts than my usual kind of big picture mindset conversation that we've been having a lot lately. So I thought we'd actually get in a little bit more. Now, we will talk obviously about why and and how to kind of the reasons behind it and, and some of that type of thing. So, you know, I, I just, you can't take me out of that mode, but <laughs> but we will uh, get into some of the, the details too here today as well. So uh, looking forward to having that conversation. What I want to talk to you about is customer loyalty programs and and really just how to get one started for your business and, and, and some of that. So um, let's dive right into it here. Now, I, I believe that you're all going to agree with me here, and, and, and uh, you know, if not, then go ahead and, and let me know right there in the chat. But doing business with existing customers is, is more profitable. Um, I, I can't see how it couldn't be, but I'm curious your, your take on that if anybody disagrees. But it's more profitable because they already understand your system, there's less kind of hand-holding, and... Um, you know, if they've come back for a second order, then uh, that means that they, they trust you, right? So they gave you a try. There was like, ah, I kind of, I think I trust them. And then when they come back for a second time, that means they trust you. And, and so they're going to be spending more. Plus, when you work with an existing customer, you improve your business through streamlining and, and just being able to get better at what we do. And so if you do the same thing and, and you, you streamline that, then uh, you are able to really kind of get into the flow, into the groove, right? And then once you start getting really good at what you do, then you start attracting more customers like those existing customers um, and and all things are good. So getting repeat business is a very important strategy that we need to think about inside of our business. And one strategy that companies have used for a long time in lots of different ways are loyalty programs, you know, and, and they've proven themselves as one of the most effective tactics for increasing your revenue and, and just inspiring that customer loyalty that we're, we're after. Um, report, and, and if anybody needs the actual links to the reports, I can share those with you. But um, this, this report says as many as 84% of consumers said they're more apt to stick with a brand that offers a loyalty program. And also 66% of customers say the ability to earn rewards actually changes their spending behavior, meaning they might actually choose something that's more expensive or not quite as convenient for the sake of getting rewards. And, and if you think about how you spend uh, inside of your um, life, <laughs> you may find that to be true. I know for me, I, I, I do that, right? I've got the apps on my phone. I got an Amazon Prime membership, all that kind of fun stuff. So if you think about those things, um, 
I know that you guys are probably actively participating in some sort of a customer loyalty program. And and that can be things like gaining points or, or rebates for dollars spent. Maybe there's discount tiers. Um, uh, but, you know, th- those are kind of some of the typical common ones. But what I want to get into here today is to leave you with some creative ways to spice things up a little bit, right? People who are, are, want more than just discounts and, and possibly free shipping for increased spending, um, you know, they're, they're looking for things like early access to sales, dibs on new products, limited edition products, different stuff like that. So I want to get into three examples here for you and, and go through those and then see how we might be able to use that inside of our small businesses. But um, let me get into a couple of comments here real quick. Mo, good morning. Thanks for being here. Uh, Edward says, I don't have many customers yet, but I have one that ordered two items and just ordered three more. They also posted the items on their social media page, so I hope to gain more customers from that as well. Absolutely. And and that's, you, you've got it, Edward. You're, you're nailing it. That's exactly how this works, right? And, and what we can start doing is as you do start gaining more customers, then you start... Um, putting in a loyalty program that could work for even gaining more, right? So you've got, you, that's actually not a customer, Edward. If they're sharing that stuff on social media, that means that they are a, um, a fan, right? A, um, now, I think you're going to continue to do great work for them. So they will ultimately end up being a raving loyal fan where they will be actively pushing anything that you post out there, not just the products that they have. But when they start sharing what what you've created for them on their social media, that makes them a fan, right? So you want to keep them in that range of fan to getting into raving loyal fan. And one way that that happens is a, a loyalty program. Um, like, for example, I mentioned that I'm going to be uh, speaking at the Condi Virtual Open House here. You know, they've got different programs that they use over there. Um, and it might not look like a typical customer loyalty program, but they're actively engaged in seeking images of products decorated by their customers. And so they, they give away Condi bucks in a, you know, once a month for uh, these contests that they run uh, on different products, right? So, so those are kind of customer loyalty programs just not in what we would think of as the traditional, you know, um, rebates or, or points or, or those kinds of things. So, um, with all that being said, like I said, I want to I want to go through three kind of big ones that uh, I've seen out there and um, discuss how they work and discuss why they work, and then also discuss how we might be able to get these to work. So, let let me dive into that. Um, all right, number one here is, and I already mentioned their name before, but Amazon Prime. And I know that sometimes that brings uneasy feelings for small businesses when we start saying Amazon Prime. But let's be honest, you know, I, I would say a majority of people do shop with them in one way, shape, or form. And I would say, you know, a lot of the people I know do have a Prime membership. I am on that list, right? We we have a Prime membership, and um, while I certainly look to find things from local businesses or, or people that um, are not Amazon Prime first, 
there is a certain threshold or convenience factor where it just makes sense, right? Like uh, shipping supplies, for example. Um, I use a local company called Tri Packaging, and that helps me in a lot of different ways. It saves shipping. I can get better service, and 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 so I go to them um, wherever possible. But there are certain things where, because of the free shipping that I get from Amazon Prime, they just can't compete. Um, shipping tubes are one of those things. They're such a bulky thing to ship, and therefore, it's just easier for me to go on Amazon and grab those, and then they get here two days later, and, and um, it's pretty easy. And when I try to get those from my local source, they're just priced way outside of the the where Amazon happens to be on those. So... Hey everyone, Aaron here real quick. Sorry for the brief interruption. If you are getting anything out of Small Business Saturdays, please head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash SBS. We're going to send you some free resources and give you some more information about our success group and how we might be able to help your company even more. Thanks for tuning in. Now back to the podcast. Yes, they're the 800-pound gorilla, but their strategy could be something that works for you, right? Here, here's an interesting stat that I read last night. Prime members spend an average of four times more than other Amazon customers. So people that are paying Amazon to be a customer, right? You're, you're paying a membership, and it's not cheap. Um, I think it just went up. I think it's going to be closer to $150 this year when it comes around time for me to pay that again. And, you know, it makes me think about it. Will I pay it again? Most likely, right? But you, those people that pay to be part of the Prime program spend four times more than other regular Amazon customers that are not Prime members, right? So um, that's, that's significant. Now, with that idea in mind, let's talk about some ways that um, we can maybe use a similar program uh, for our business. So the, the way that, you know, companies, businesses like ours might employ the strategies is I think what, what really is the key for Amazon Prime is it inspires this level of exclusivity. You know, oh, I get two-day shipping. I don't have to think about it. And, and it just convenience and exclusivity, right? And then they... Um, and then they're, you know, obviously adding other things into the mix uh, that you get, the, you know, the, the TV, the, the music, the, you know, different, different stuff that you get along the way um, that all are part of that exclusivity of being a Prime member. And so for us, maybe we do something like we have a monthly subscription box, right? It's uh, uh, an exclusive subscription box for our quote unquote prime members, whatever you call your loyalty program. And that when they enroll in that subscription box, that's exclusive to your exclusive prime members. And then on top of that, they're going to get discounts and, and maybe free shipping on, on other products in your, in your offering. You know, as long as they're enrolled in that subscription, they get the exclusive savings. So that way you're getting that payment Right, because I know a lot of people, myself included, um, we certainly buy the Prime membership for the shipping as as one of the op options. But I think in a lot of ways, the reason why as the price has grown on Prime that I have not canceled my Prime yet 
is because of the things I get along with it, right? The, um, you know, we use Amazon TV and uh, Fire Stick. And so we get lots of free programming and, and, and different things like that. We, we have other things that Prime brings into the mix for us. And that's what we're really paying for. So maybe, like I said, it could be a subscription box. It could be, you know, exclusive products for that particular group who's paid in advance for it. And so you're getting that monthly. So, you know, this for me, I'd set this up monthly. So you're getting that monthly, like every time they're going to purchase this, uh, but then they're also going to get other discounts, like exclusive um, savings and and maybe, you know, if you are doing this through an e-commerce situation, free shipping, things like that. So that's number one. Um, let's see what Edward's got for me here. Always great stuff. Um, Edward says, I can understand that. I've been a Prime member for a very long time, mostly for the shipping benefits. But due to it, I have ordered more items, I think. And and yeah, it, I would, I would, <laughs> I would add at the end for me, Edward. And this is for me. I know I've spent more at Amazon than I than I would. Um, like I said, there is this convenience factor that at a certain point, I just I can't. I'm like, gah, it's just too easy, right? And I, I needed, I needed some sprinkler, some special sprinkler things. I've got this stretch of yard next to my house that's like only about five feet wide, but it's about uh, thirty feet long. And trying to find a way to water that um, without just taking a hose to it all the time because I don't have in-ground sprinkler system. I've been to every local, um, you know, all Ace and, and Lowe's and Home Depot and anybody that I could find within a close driving distance that offers um, those types of products. And nobody had the special, this particular thing. So I found a row of these tiny little sprinklers that are directional that I can just put with stakes into the ground <laughs> along the side and it covers the area that I need. Right. So it's that convenience factor. Um, of, of all the products and that exclusivity. And so I know I've spent more money there than, um, I, you know, have there been things that I didn't need a hundred percent. I just picked up a new microphone off of there yesterday that I've got lots of microphones, but based on the challenges I was having yesterday, I was like, gosh, I need to have a backup here. So, all right. <laughs> so that, there's Amazon Prime. Thanks, Edward, for jumping in there and joining in the conversation. Um, you guys are welcome to join in. Let me know your thoughts. I'm going to be asking you here at the end, you know, your ideas, what, you know. So the whole point of this is not to say you should go out and do an Amazon Prime program or you should do a subscription box or whatever. In fact, for a lot of you, it might not be anything like this because, you know, you're, 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 dealing locally and stuff like that. The whole point of this is to get your creative juices flowing and say, how can I better enhance my relationship, the loyalty that my customers bring to me? And so maybe it's not a you know specific program like what we're talking about here. Maybe it is more of a, a manual type of process where you're just saying, you know, hey, thanks for um, sharing that. You know, here's a, you know, next time you buy, here's a 10% or a $10 gift card or, you know, whatever. Right. So, um, anyhow, I don't want to get too far away from it here. So let's keep going with these programs and we'll come back to that in just a second. All right. So the next one is the REI co-op program. Um, it's a loyalty pro program that works because it really centers the customers away from thinking they're just trying to get more sales out of me. And it, it makes the customers 
feel like they are part of the company. Um, when REI started, they were an actual co-op that was owned by their customers. They've since grown out of that. Um, but um, what REI does is they've built this co-op program and it costs $20, one-time purchase of $20 to become part of the co-op. And then they give 10% back to all their co-op members. Then they have exclusive like garage sale discounts and you know, uh, for uh, co-op members only. And they also offer free services like classes and training and stuff like that. So really interesting loyalty program and it really good, right? Because it, it, again, it centers back in on making the customers feel like they are part of your business, but then also giving them special things that are exclusive to them. So how can we create something similar inside of our businesses? Well, I love this idea of a, a co-op or an investor um, and, and that kind of thing. And then, you know, what What you might be able to do is, is encourage investors into your business, so to speak. And then you could host an annual adventure, a, a class or, or special event to kind of reward those investors, you know? So if you're somebody that does a lot of business in the local community and um, you're kind of tired of them uh, shopping at uh, the e-commerce places or, you know, coming to you and saying, Hey, will you sponsor our softball team? But yet they're buying their shirts off of custom ink. Right. And that kind of thing. Um, what if you put together some sort of a um, community loyalty program where um, as long as they are purchasing from you or they've bought into this, right? Um, for every dollar spent by the community, you put money into a pot that then goes to a, you know, a, a community service project or, or something along those lines. But instead of it being, okay, just donate to the community, you make it centered around the fact that, you know, when people are, buying from local businesses, they're improving their community. And, and so you say, you know, every local business that is part of this program that then purchases from us, we will put a portion of that, uh, you know, and, and try to make it as significant as you can into a pot. And then um, as quote unquote investors in the local community, you can, uh, at the end of every quarter, end of every year, however often you want to do it, you could then say, we will pick out five, 10, a dozen local, uh, you know, nonprofit, to, you know, people doing good in the local community, we will pick out. And, and in fact, you can even let, let your investors nominate them. And then you do a vote and, and let them vote on who's going to win and, and just say, you know, we're going to spread it out. So if they won this time, there'll be X amount of times before they can get back on that list. And then you make a big presentation about it and, and make sure that the presentation is about the investors, people giving back to their community. And you start encouraging people to do the same thing. Maybe you bring other businesses into that program and you start making it right. So the, it, I think this could be a super cool way to kind of rally the community together and, and get people to shop more locally. You know, I'm, there are other businesses just like you that have that same struggle where, yes, you could do, a you know, think about maybe like a printing, a paper printing company, right? Um, you know, Vista, you know, instead of going to Vistaprint, 
you go to your, your local printer and, and, and then so you and the local paper printer get together and you build a program like that or, um, you know, all sorts of different stuff. And, and you just say, here's, here's what qualifies as a, excuse me, local purchase. And sorry, I got so excited about it. I was starting to get hiccups there. Um, so that, that was because I actually had a whole different thing. And then my brain just totally went down this other path as I started thinking about investors. So that's one way. Um, but another way could be just, again, that, you know, co-op idea where they're part of it. And instead of it being about that, you know, you do have some sort of a class or special event, you know, training, um, whatever, right? If your niche is in the, the sports area, you could bring in a, um, you know, sports psychologist or, or something like that, or, you know, I mean, you know, your niche. So what would be special? What would be a unique experience for them? And then just like REI does too, when you have overstock, you know, they get first dibs on the best deals and, and, um, you could even kind of borrow REI's idea of a cashback on future purchases. So all sorts of different fun ways that you could go with that program. But the important part of it is centering the whole program around the customer and what's best for the customer and how you enhance their experience, their world um, through them actually investing in your company, right? So to bring them in into the insiders kind of thing. So that's, that's the second one. Um, second idea here. And, and again, I, I think that could work so cool on the, the whole local idea. I, I would be more than happy to kind of work out the details with anybody that wants to try to set up something like that. Um, like I said, I just, it just kind of popped into my head as I was talking and, uh, I got so excited about it that I almost got carried away there. All right. So that's number two, number three, let me get to the, the right spot on my notes here. I want to make sure that I'm getting all the details correct. Um, and, and I may say this incorrectly because I'm not a customer, um, but they're uh, inside of our Kohl's. I don't know if they're part of Kohl's or not, but Sephora, I think that's how you say it. Sephora Beauty Insiders is another program. And what it does is it offers a tiered program that people can join for free, which I think is a brilliant idea too, because you're getting people to join your email list without having to actually give them anything. Um, and, um, and then once they join that, that tiered program, they start unlocking rewards um, and, and different levels based on the amount of spending. So this program, a type of program like this clearly works. It works for them very well because they have over 25 million insiders in the program. Um, and, and for more, even more proof that this works, uh, the other interesting number that I saw was that um, 80% of their annual sales of Sephora's annual sales come from insiders. So I think that shows you how valuable this can be. Um, Jerry, I got your comment. I will come back to it. I want to close out my thinking on Sephora here and then, and then we'll, we'll cover that because I think you're, you're right. Um, I think you're, you're onto something there. All right. So again, the program works like this where it's a tiered program. So you, you have to sign up for it. You have to actually go on their website and sign up for it. So you're basically getting people to add, to their email list. And then after their first purchase, they earn a reward. And then at a, the next level, they earn additional rewards. And then another level, they earn additional rewards. And so I think now when I was putting all the notes together for this show, um, 
this was my favorite, but now I go back to the other idea about bringing your local community together as my actual favorite, but this will be my second favorite of the three <laughs> because I think you can really delight all of your customers and you can get them onto your email list with a lot of data about them without having to give something away for free. So when you ask them to sign up, your form should obviously include their email address, but maybe you want to get some more information about their location, right? What, what specific location there is they're in zip code. So you can personalize uh, your um, marketing to a zip code or something like that. You want to get their birthday information so you can send them a special birthday gift treat um, offer and um, you know, any kinds of information because they're signing up for the program. So what you could say is you need this information for the program and, and make sure that the things work. Don't ask for their annual income for no apparent reason, right? You know, so trying to get information about your customers is good, but make sure that it fits into then what the potential tiers are down the road. But just right there, without having to give away any discounts or anything like that, you've just gotten people on your email list for free. So your tiered program could, you know, include things like um, once they sign up, they're going to get a free gift after their first purchase. You know, what Sephora does, I think, is they said you have a free birthday gift after your first purchase when your birthday rolls around. Um, you could offer exclusive seasonal savings at events, uh, depending on what level they're in. You know, and then as they move up the levels, maybe there's cash back at the next level. Or really, you know, at the nice part about a tiered program is it you could really pile on the benefits and the rewards. And, and here's the deal. When you think about, oh gosh, I'm just giving too much away. If you structure this in, in, a, in such a way that at a certain spending level, you're not necessarily giving it away. We know that it's more profitable to work with customers over a long term. So as that customer continues to spend with you, they're actually becoming more and more profitable. So all you're doing is just giving away a small portion on the outside of that extra profit back to them to encourage them to keep coming back. So it, all it really is is just an investment back into them. And, and, and that's what, what makes a tiered program so great is that at, at different levels, different things happen. Now, Sephora, from my understanding of it, is a very expensive product, you know, so they've got some big numbers that you've got to hit. But as you start hitting some of those big numbers, the rewards are pretty good. They actually start getting actual cash back at a certain level, I believe, um, that they can then spend in places outside of Sephora. Now, they've, I believe, partnered with these other places. And so it's kind of like a credit card rewards and that kind of thing where, um, there's some exchange of value between those companies in the back end. But again, you could partner up with other local businesses and, and do this. So, you know, just like the Sephora program, you can take this and and really make it valuable because again, once they're hitting those levels, they can then also, another thing to do here, sorry, I, I got a little ahead of myself. The other nice part about the Sephora program that makes their insiders so happy about it is once they start hitting these different levels, the customers themselves get to choose what deals they want to use, whether they want cash back or points or early access, or um, they even have programs where they will donate to a special cause on that insider's behalf once they get to a certain level. So 
thinking about how you could build a tier program like that, I, I can see all sorts of different ways. Like I said, you know, you could, um, again, be giving more back. You could be free merch. You could be, you know, again, exclusive savings. Um, all of those kinds of fun things are, are, are ways that we can go about that. So with that being said, I want to get to, to Jerry's comment and then we'll, we'll dig into this a little bit more, but I hope that your guys' creative juices are really flowing right now. And, and, and I want to encourage you to, if you are listening in live, to pop into the comments here and, and share maybe some of the ideas that you have or, or what maybe you're doing already or, or you know, something that's sparked in, in this conversation. And, um, and, then, and then we'll, we'll share. If you are listening to the podcast version of this, I'd love for you to share with me by email. And I'll tell you, tell you why I'm not trying to steal your ideas, what I'd love to help you um, review this a little bit. But let's let's get Jerry's comment here. Do referral programs fit into this? School alumni promote us and we give them money back for their scholarship programs. I would say that is exactly a customer loyalty program, it, it, a referral, right? And, and so you're basically taking a group that is your ideal customer and you are um, helping them become more loyal to you because not only are they going to get the product or service that they need, um, so you're providing them value in exchange for money there, but you're also providing them value beyond just the products and services that, you know, like you said, it, it goes, I think you said, let me put it back up, give them money back for their scholarship programs, right? So um, if obviously fundraising is a big thing for schools and alumni and things like that. Um, you, you have to have to do those things. So I think that's a great program, Jerry. Um, you know, and then, so with what we talked about here today, is there anything that you could do to enhance that, right? Um, maybe, maybe partnering up with other local businesses that uh, work with the alumni association and, and figuring out ways to make that give back even bigger. And, and you'll start to see, because when you make it even bigger, when you make that give back bigger, um, in a sense of like, Again, it's not about tooting your own horn. It's about highlighting your customers. But if you do that in a big way where you're involved in that conversation, so to speak, then people are not only going to think, you know, oh, that's really cool for that group. And because you're just highlighting the group, but they're going to go, oh, well, look, that, look at Jerry over there. He's really working hard to support that group. Huh? That's interesting. I'd like to talk to him about that because I've got a... Um, situation where I could use that same kind of support, right? So again, how do you just um, amplify, right? Amplify is a word that I love to use because I, I really do truly find that a lot of business success comes from not working on the problems. And, and, and as much as I love solving problems, I think the real success comes from figuring out ways to amplify what's working and then not necessarily ignore, but don't worry too much about the things that aren't working, right? Just stop doing it. Just kind of, okay, that's over there. I'm not, not concerned about that. I want to amplify what's working out here. So, you know, that's what I want to always look for ways that I can amplify these programs. So, all right. So let's, let's talk more about this here. Um, getting back into now, if you're thinking about adding a loyalty program or, or again, you've already gotten one. Well, okay, cool. Thanks, Jerry. Let me we have worked with other local companies that have sponsored shirts that the alumni then sell at events, right? So, um, yeah, absolutely. So, so you've got it, got all the parts and pieces there, Jerry. I think what's going to be kind of a little more needle moving for you is then how do you enhance that more? How do you, 
how do you tell that story bigger? You know, how do you, you know, get out on live TV? You know, um, the, the local news stations are always looking for stories like that, right? So if you are doing that on the regular, you should be on local television on the regular. Right. Um, you know, I know that's not maybe not the most comfortable thing. And I know you've got the day job. And so but these are things that you can start growing into. Right. And, and just keep doing it. I, I, I think you're already well on track there, Jerry. So, you know, you don't need to do a whole lot. But how can you amplify that? That's what I'm that's what I'm hoping to encourage people to do here. So. All right. So if you are thinking about adding a loyalty program or, you know, and what you got to do is you need to start by sorting out the details or maybe you've already got one and you need to think through it a little bit deeper. Right. But what I, what I want you to do is I want you to write out exactly how you want your program to work. Now, if you are an OSG member, and I think a lot of the folks tuned in right now live are. So, um, if you're an OSG member, you can share it with me. Um, you can either share it through the, uh, <laughs> Jerry says, I got to figure out volley before TV. Well, the best way to figure something out, Jerry, is to, to try it. Take action. Um, you, you did some volleys and then you just went away. All right. And, and they, they were just perfectly fine. So I, I've still got them on here. I'll, I'll volley you a little bit later today. Hi, I'm Kyleen. And you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. If you are an OSG member, you can share it with me and we can work through the specifics and, and find the potential pitfalls. You can reach out to me by email. If you are not, you can certainly reach out. I just won't be able to give you as much of time. I might be able to give you a few quick tips back, but for OSG members, I want to work through this with you. So if you'll send it to me, Aaron at our success or you can post it in the private members group. Um, we can then schedule a call together and actually go through it. Um, and, and that is a superpower of mine. It's, it's kind of seeing the full path. And I, and I know, um, I'm not trying to be, <laughs> not trying to be arrogant about it here. Um, but that's just something I've, for some reason, it's one of those things that people go, gosh, you're really good at that, Aaron. And I've never really noticed it because it just seemed like second nature to me. Um, and here's the reason why I want to go through it with you, because you do need to have the full details before you set out to implement something. Right. And, and, and again, we're not going to get every detail right. And you may have to improve things along the way. But in the case of a loyalty program, the devil can be in the details. It can be making sure that you check all the boxes because you really want to have a properly executed loyalty program because the opposite of that can also have extremely bad effects on your business. I'm not trying to scare you. It's not going to put you out of business, but if you really just kind of slap something together and, and kind of pardon the language, but half asset, um, it's going to show and you could actually be hurting your business. I, I mean, I can't tell you how many companies that I've stopped doing business with because their loyalty programs just didn't, it, it, I was expecting benefits that I ended up no longer having, or there was some fine print or it just, it seemed shady. So it wasn't a loyalty program. It was, it was a money grab, right? I, and a, a loyalty program should make your customers feel good and feel like, they're being loyal to you, therefore you are being loyal to them. It shouldn't be spend more money and then we'll try to squeeze as much out of you as you can. 
think about like an airline uh, program, for example, that they've got some of the worst programs out there. Now it does work for them. They do, you know, business travelers are really um, stuck on it, but somebody that is not a business traveler or maybe a business traveler that is stopped traveling due to COVID or whatever. Um, I can't tell you how many people are like, no, I'm never flying that airline again. Right. Um, I, I, I will not fly Delta ever again uh, because of my experience with their loyalty program. Uh, I had had all these points and I didn't do 27 things and pat my head and rub my belly at the same time. And then all of a sudden, like all of this loyalty I thought I was building up, they were like, nah. So what you want to do is you really want to make sure that you get the details so you can execute this and make the customers understand that you're loyal to them just like they're being loyal to you. And so you want to make sure that you got plenty of transparency about the benefits and how they work and what, you know, you don't want a whole bunch of fine print. You want it to be out there and open. And, and yes, you can have some details of the program, but don't make it fine print, make it very transparent, right? Now, the other side of this too, is you don't want to make an, a ton of extra work for yourself that you can't keep up with it and that you've got to track stuff manually and, and all that kind of stuff because, you know, we're thinking, oh, well, I don't have a whole lot of customers right now. Anyhow, I can just kind of do this manually. Well, the whole idea of this is to grow and you're going to grow a lot faster than you realize if you have a great customer loyalty program. And, and therefore, you don't want to end up in that place where you've created so much work for yourself that you can't keep up. And now your loyalty program isn't working because you can't keep up with it. So ultimately, what we want to use is the, the KISS method, the keep it simple, stupid, right? Now, I want you to be creative. I want you to be innovative with your customer loyalty program, but that doesn't mean that it's got to be complicated. So think about your loyalty program. Think about how you're going to do it. Put together as much of the details as you can. Um, share it with me. If you're an OSG member, we can actually go through the details. If you share it with me uh, and you're not an OSG member, I will definitely give you some pointers or some things that kind of stand out to me, but I, I won't be able to go into all the gory details with you. But OSG members, again, share it with me. We'll schedule a call together and um, we will figure out, you know, if there's any pitfalls or any things that we need to tighten up and, uh, and I'll just ask you questions about it and make sure that you've thought through all the details. So um, starting there, then once you have your loyalty program, you're going to have to figure out, you know, how to make it tick, right? There might be some software involved, maybe some e-commerce platforms. Um, my favorite e-commerce platform is Shopify, and it has several really great apps on it that um, will allow you to kind of manage some of these programs. And um, one of the programs is called Smile, S-M-I-L-E, not not any crazy spe spellings of that. And then the other one is, and I'm just going to spell it because I don't know exactly how you say it, Yacht, Yacht Pot, but anyway, it's Y-O-T-P-O. -O. And those are two of the best ones out there. Those are the two of the best highly rated apps that are, av are available out on the Shopify platform to allow you to build a loyalty program. Now, again, I'm just giving you some examples, how you build yours and, and what you do, um, you know, doesn't have to be on e-commerce, right? Like I said, if it's a local thing, maybe it's just more about coordinating the people around you. You've got a spreadsheet, something like that, right? 
but I just wanted to share, you know, okay, so what's the next step, right? I, I want to give you all the details here of how we get from idea into actually putting this customer loyalty program out to the world. Now, again, I want to hear from you guys. How are you going to innovate and execute a loyalty program? What ideas are popped up as you've listened to me? And remember, I want you to keep it simple, but be innovative, right? And not complicated. So while I'm going to kind of close out with a, a quick um, share here, uh, I want you guys to be doing that. If you're listening in live, that uh, I, I encourage you. You don't have to have the complete thought out plan. What, what idea? What idea popped up? What did you write down on a note paper for yourself, right? Put, put it in the comments because here's, there's a reason for this. I'm, again, I'm not trying to steal your ideas. Um, I'm not trying to throw your ideas out there for everybody because here's the deal. If you, you are having this idea, somebody else probably has too. There's, it, it's just the way it is and, and there is no secret sauce, right? Um, and, and once you put it out into the world, you put it out somewhere publicly, like in the comments on this program, um, your subconscious mind is going to get to work on making it happen, right? You're going to have, you're going to start having these aha moments about your loyalty program. So that's, that's the reason. Um, so let's see here. Jerry says, somehow work with teams I sell to. Okay. Awesome. Jerry. Excellent. So it, that's perfect. Like, send me some more of the details and let's, let's, let's dig through that. All right. So let, let me, while you guys are putting that stuff in the comments here, I'm going to, uh, I mentioned Shopify a little bit earlier. And so I just wanted to kind of share something with you. Uh, I'm working on a new program with a friend of mine and, and he's a Shopify preferred developer and has a whole setup. Uh, he, he works with very large decorators and um, helps them build a, a platform for uh, personalization and uh, online design all on the Shopify platform. Uh, and he, he's a great guy. He really wants to help small businesses too. Uh, he's just unable to do that because of the work that he does with these large decorators and, and really the expense involved with all the stuff that he's building on the background. So to help small businesses it's, it, he's had a hard time finding a way to be profitable. So he's had to focus on these large decorators, but he still has a, a soft spot in his heart for the smaller decorators, right? And so as we started talking, we kind of realized that OSG could be a really good fit, a really good way to help bridge that gap that we can work together. And with the abilities that we have here at OSG, that we can build a comprehensive training program um, and then use his abilities to have really good backend support and, and the details. So you end up having a Shopify store just how you want it, right? And and so the cool part about this is that I kind of, I, I keep saying this term to him as we talk about it. It's like, uh, teach a man to fish instead of just giving a man a fish, right? Teach a man or woman to build a Shopify store instead of just giving them one and, and hanging them out to dry. So that's kind of the plan. Now here's the deal. It's not going to be the lowest cost Shopify training out there. Um, but it's also not going to be this kind of done for you where then, you know, you end up having to kind of settle it like, ah, it is what it is. And you know, I don't like my website, but this is what I got. You know, I'm tired of fighting to get it to match my vision. 
uh, you know, I don't know anything. Or the flip side of that are these training programs that I've seen out there where it's just come some low cost or free on YouTube and, and, and just surface level basics, right? I, I know you guys have seen them. If you've looked into Shopify at all, you've done some YouTube university research and yes, you're going to get the basics. And when you have those low cost training programs or no cost training, you're going to get just enough rope to hang yourself, right? You're going to put something out there and then you're going to run into something where you have to either pay the person you bought the course from, or you have to go find a developer and have something developed. And, and you just don't know enough to actually do it on your own. So it's going to be a really comprehensive boot camp workshop um whatever you want to call it uh <laughs> there could be many names to it here and um the cool part about the whole program though is by working with this guy you're going to actually have a shopify store that you don't have to pay shopify for yet because it's going to be a development store that will allow you to not only learn how to do it but then actually do it on your own store on on your own store that you can take away. So it's not just, okay, I'm learning and then hoping to be able to apply it later. You're learning and applying all at the same time, right? And and we're going to give you some other resources and just things to make it easier uh, from spreadsheets that then you can upload later and, and all that kind of fun stuff. And so when what ends up going to end up happening in this program, when you're ready for your site to become live, <clears throat> then the site becomes yours. It's going to have your name, your bank details, all of that other stuff. And really at that part, because it's just a workshop program, there's no other things that you're, you're beholden to us for, right? You can still use um, my friend who will have uh, backend support and all of the other stuff and, and some other options to enhance like the personalization and, and some of that stuff. But um, ultimately it's going to be your own Shopify store and it's going to be your knowledge of how to maintain it, update it, improve it based on customer feedback, and just change it as your needs, your company needs, just as things change. So that's a program that I'm working on. Um, I I kind of said, okay, can I do this to be something where people can have e-commerce stores up by um, up by the holidays? I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't want to put something out there that's just good enough, right? I don't want to again, I use this term already today, I don't want to half-ass it. Um, so I, I want to put together something that's really good, but it's going to be something I'm actively working on. I actually um, <clears throat> meet with this gentleman. Um, his name's Vic from I Personalize. Some of you guys actually might even be have worked with Vic in the past. Um, and and so <clears throat> we meet once a week and we're putting together details and, and I'm going to work on it. I just don't want to make a promise that, you know, it's going to be something that you can do before the holiday. So it could be something for building a website next year. I get it, right? I might miss the boat a little bit. That's okay. I, I, great is better than just good enough and putting some crap out there. I, I just, it's not who I am. It's not who I want to be. And so, um, you know, I, I, I get pushback all the time. Um, I've had conversations with people in my inner circle about it. But I, I think that the idea that the, the value is there. So anyhow, I wanted to share that with you guys really quick. Um, all right. Edward says, I definitely need to save some funds to get my Shopify set up, losing that $250 to a scammer hurt my funding and confidence. But I really want a Shopify e-commerce store to showcase my product. So, um, and 
and to be honest with you, Edward, uh, knowing your story and hearing your story, when, when Vic came to me, you were the first person I thought of. It's like, how can I support really awesome people like Edward to be able to give them the knowledge, right? It's one thing to say, okay, here's a Shopify store, but it can be a little bit complicated, right? There's a lot to it. There's 8,000 apps available for Shopify. All right, and how do you navigate that? And then how do those work together? And 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 they have a, their own kind of language. Even Shopify does with variants and things that can be a little bit confusing. I I, I was trying to, I've been you know you messing with Shopify for a while, and even I was like, gosh, this didn't make sense. I ended up having to pay a developer for him to basically explain to me how it worked. I said, okay, I want you to do it for me, but if I'm going to pay you this amount of money to do this, you have to explain the details to me. And he did. Um, and, and so, yeah, it, Donna said, I love that saying, just enough rope to hang yourself with. That is so true. You hear enough to get more confused, but not how to implement it and move your business needle. I uh, love that, Donna. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. And and that's unfortunately what happens. And it's not, I don't, I don't think it's malicious. I just think it's like, okay, I'm only charging this much, so therefore I can only give this much value, right? And so you get what you pay for. And a lot of times those programs, those free programs or those basic, you know, this is $29 for the Shopify bootcamp, um, you're going to have just enough rope to hang yourself with. So anyhow, back to what I was talking about with Edward there. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Um, it is again, that was my whole thought. It's like, how can we build something? How can we put something together that's actually going to give people that ability to, again, go do their own fishing, right? To, to create from themselves. So no matter what, no matter what happens with Shopify, you're going to have a knowledge of e-commerce and how it works that nobody can ever take away from you. And I want to go deep. I want to get into the weeds. I want to hit the details, right? Um, I think it's going to be like a six to eight week program. And each week there's going to be five modules at least. And, and you know me, I want to try to pack in as much, excuse me, as much value as I can. So um, I'm not here to talk about this and pitch this, but I appreciate you guys sharing that. And, and Edward, um, like I said, you definitely came to mind as this opportunity arose. And I thought, gosh, how could I better help people like Edward who just people I love, right? People I, I, this is why I do what I do. (laughs) So how, how do I keep checking that box? So thank you so much for sharing Edward. Um, and, and Jerry says, I've talked to Vic many times. Sounds very interesting. Vic is a fantastic guy. I know that everybody's got their own opinion of him. Um, I really love Vic because I do think that at the end of the day, he does truly care. I think, um, and I've told Vic this, so I'm not saying something out of school here. I, I think one of Vic's problems is he wants to give people so much that it becomes confusing. And so my hope is that I can kind of be the let's get to the details. Remember, like I said, my superpower is, is figuring out the details in the middle. And so maybe I can bring my superpowers to this and uh, we can all have a, a program that, that works well for everybody, you know, because he, he, with his program, just to cover his expenses on his personalizer, really at the end of the day, I mean, he's invested a lot. And, and a lot of times when he gets a new customer, he's actually taking a bulk of the risk because of the cost that he has on the back end. But he's got to get, you know, a thousand to $2,500 just to start setting up some of the front end stuff to, to cover his overhead. So um, I said, how can we reduce that need for you 
show people what Shopify is all about, show people how maybe an online designer could really help them too, and then go from there. So um, I'm really excited about it. All right, let's go back. Jerry, you were saying, um, oh, sorry. Let me go back to this one further. Okay, Jerry said, talking about your your program here, Jerry, let's get back to that. Somehow work with teams to, that I sell to. That's what you first said in this, the follow-up was that they would promote items we sell and then they could use as a fundraiser. They also get my items seen by others. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So how do we, how do we amplify that? I love that, Jerry. Great job. Um, happy to talk to you about that. All right. Um, Chuck, you always go above and beyond when it comes to training. Thank you, Chuck. I really appreciate that. Um, here's, here's the reality. Here's the truth of who I am, but it has less to do about who I am and more to do about the people that I get to be around. You know, people like Chuck, like Jerry, like Edward, like Donna, all the people, Mo was in here earlier. You guys are amazingly incredible people and do amazing, incredible things and don't always get that recognition. Don't always allow yourself to have that recognition. And, and I've been there and, and I still struggle with that sometimes myself, right? I, I shy away from compliments and I try to redirect and reflect and uh, uh, them and, and things like that. You guys see me do that all the time and that's okay, right? That doesn't make me bad person and make you a bad person. But at the end of the day, we're each doing something amazing in our own way that needs to be celebrated. You guys need to be celebrated. So if I can help bring any confidence into what you're doing, then that helps me celebrate what it is that I'm doing, right? And so it, <laughs> selfish but not selfish, right? <laughs> Interesting. Um, thank you, Chuck. I really appreciate you saying that though. I'm, I'm just gonna take that compliment and hold on to it and not try to redirect any further. All right. Um, uh, Edward says, well, I need to go find food, check my winning lottery ticket. Absolutely. Make sure you get that mega millions and formulate a volley question I need to post later. There you go. Uh, speaking of the mega millions, Todd did say that uh, all OSG members were going to get $10,000 a piece if he won the mega millions. So um, if you're not signed up for our success group, go up to the link right up here, uh, oursuccessgroup.com forward slash try OSG, and you could potentially get $10,000 if Todd wins the Mega Millions. Um, okay. And and Jerry says, yes, help simplify Vic's program, please. Uh, that That's the goal. That's the goal. We'll see. Um, it's a great program. Uh, I, I can see a lot of uses for it. And, and not only does he have that, but he's also got um, a program app called Tsunami. That's an actual Shopify app. And um, there's some great value in that too, that I don't think enough people are taking advantage of yet either. So anyhow, we'll, we'll get into all that. Um, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here. And um, Jerry says, I appreciate that you not give up, up on me. Sometimes I may, something I may have done at times. And um, Jerry, I am right there with you. Uh, I, I do that to myself as well. And so again, like I just said, I see in you what um, myself. And, and so, you know, if we can continue to each give each other a hand up, I think we'll, we'll end up where we want to go as long as we do it together. So it's, it's a success as a team sport, right? Um, Edward says, be safe. Have a great day. Thanks. So much for all I do. Thank you guys. Okay. So that's what I got for you. Um, went way longer than I expected it to, but, um, I got excited. I got some things going there. Um, I love some of these ideas. I want to hear from you guys, how you're going to implement a loyalty program. Again, it doesn't have to be one of these big ones. You don't have to write an app. You don't have to be Amazon. You don't have to be Sephora or, 
Starbucks or whoever else you might think of that has loyalty programs. But what you do have to do is you have to think about how can I make my customers more loyal because I'm being more loyal to them, right? It's not about uh, you trying to take something from them. It's about how do I show my loyalty to them in exchange for their loyalty to me, right? So at the base core, that's what a loyalty program should be. So I want to hear about your program. So again, reach out to me, Aaron at OurSuccessGroup.com, or you can send it to success at OurSuccessGroup.com. Either one of those is just fine. And uh, that's what I've got for you guys today. I know I've got another program planned next week, but I can't remember which one it is. I think it is, eh, I think it's Believe, Achieve, and Succeed. I I can't remember exactly. I've got two of them, Believe, Achieve, and Succeed, and then The Power of Now are two that I have planned upcoming. I just can't remember which one I put where. So, That's what's happening next week. But again, uh, thank you guys so much for your time today here on this wonderful Saturday. I can't wait to hear about all of your successes. So uh, have a great rest of your weekend, and I will talk to everybody very soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.